ready to stop spinning your wheels and start moving your business forward, you're in the right place. On each episode of Accelerate to Achieve, we'll discuss a crucial step in the journey, offering tips and advice that you can apply immediately within your own company. From financial management to customer success to digital transformation, we'll cover it all while providing leadership lessons from top industry insiders. In just 15 minutes, you'll be inspired to build momentum through action and achieve incredible results. Welcome to Accelerate to Achieve, the podcast that moves you from question to answer and idea to execution. Hello, and welcome back to the latest edition of the Accelerate to Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Walter, the founder of Perils Advisory. Very few entrepreneurs aren't under constant pressure for their time. Now, they understand the criticality around how they use it, and while it seems easy to them to just delegate or prioritize their work, it's just never that simple. Is there something deeper at play here? Does our lack of understanding this cause an unseen influence? We'll be exploring this with our guest today. I am really happy, thrilled to be joined by Emily Morgan today, and she is the founder of Delegate Solutions, the virtual executive assistant firm, as well as the designer of the Delegate Method. Now, Emily's focus is on helping entrepreneurial leaders and their digitally clear their plate and focus on higher impact activities. Now, by helping them identify areas of their work that they're able to delegate or automate, they're able to achieve maximum efficiencies and truly unlock their potential. Emily, it's great having you on today. Thank you for joining us. So happy to be here. Thank you, Ryan. You know, so as we look at this topic of delegation, do a lot of us look at it the wrong way? And is there something where our perspective may be skewed or perhaps just too narrow? Yeah, I think a lot of times um, the entrepreneurs that we speak to, sort of a negative connotation towards delegation. It's like we recognize that it's important. We know we need to do it but it feels like a chore. Um, and that happens sometimes because of, you know, almost like scar tissue that develops over time. You know, you try to delegate and it doesn't go well, or it's never, you know, we'll hear people say, oh, no one can do it as good as I can. <laughs> but what happens is it becomes a matter of man- managing our energy and our time. And as, as we continue to say yes to more and more, we run out. As entrepreneurs, time and energy is really the most important thing that we have to protect because it's what we use to drive results, move the business forward, create new ideas, forge new connections. So, you know, choosing to ignore it because it's not something that you like isn't really a strategy for you. Diving deeper into this and thinking about what you mentioned on the need to protect it, it leads me to believe that we've got to look for the things that may be a drain or in essence are just sucking it away from us. How does someone start down that path to begin determining really what may be causing that? We recommend exercises to work through that. Um, a great one is the EOS Delegate and Elevate exercise, which is something that you could run for yourself quarterly. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes. It's basically one sheet of paper broken down into four quadrants, and it allows you to sort of cycle through how you've been spending your time and start to assign those different things into different boxes that allow you to see things that you're doing that are you're not good at and you don't like doing and things that you are doing that you're great at and they give you a lot of energy. And it gives you some great visibility into possible delegation. What I'm wondering, diving a little further into that, 
Is there time that items may be a little more hidden from us? They're not perhaps line of sight? And does the exercise you talk about or others really help us uncover those as well? Yeah, I mean, it'll tell you the low-hanging fruit. So booking your, like for me, I got a book a car for Florida. <laughs> Is that like the best use of my time? Probably not. So there's obvious ones. But as you start to work the exercise, what you'll start to find is there's going to be things that appear in the different boxes that you're doing that maybe you're good at and you like doing, but you're doing it more than one. And to me, if it's if it's something that you're doing over and over again, it's a candidate for delegation. And that can be really insightful. So for example, for me, in that top right box, I had assigned myself, I, I was launching all new clients. So I was running the kickoff calls. And I was basically building out the delegation strategy for all of our clients. And I enjoyed it and I was good at it, but I was doing it over and over again. (laughs) So that then became a candidate, not only for delegation, but for a new role and a new um, process. So it can be really insightful because you'll see as you, as you sort of reflect on it, you'll see the kind of energy you have towards each of them, but you'll also see things that repeat. And those are really great places to start. So as you begin starting, how do you decide which ones to tackle first and how to go about doing that? Yeah, I think we we say delegation is a mixture of discipline, art, and science. And so the art is really what you're going to hand off because you can get very creative there. And what you'll find in those different boxes are things that bring you a lot of energy and things that drain your energy. And so if you can look at that sheet and you'll see in that top left corner, the things that you want to be spending your time on, it's really important as you start to clear everything else off your plate, that you're not just refilling that time with lower value, lower impact, low energy activities that are like fires that you're dealing with or, you know, things that are are urgent, but not impactful and really having that awareness around the highest and best use of your time helps you make smarter decisions. Talk there early on in your response about handoff. What typically makes something a good candidate to be a handoff? And what do you have to kind of think about at the beginning there as you're looking? Sure. So, so we say the art is really what you're delegating, and then the science is how you're delegating. So when you're thinking about what to delegate after you've run this exercise, We also recommend always starting with your goals and priorities um, because getting support with those is going to help you get those done. And likely you can compartmentalize those down into smaller bite size um, to do's that someone else could take, you know, potentially 80% of those off your plate. So always want to start there. Um, You always want to look for the repeatable. So the things that are recurring more than once because we can put a process around. And then of course, always the low hanging fruit that's, hanging out in those bottom two quadrants. Um, and then once you've figured out what those things are, the, some tips on like how to really hand it off is one, you always want to delegate the end result. So being clear to communicate what success looks like when this particular thing is done um, is a really critical piece for it being done well. And it's also a really critical piece for you checking in with yourself to see, is this really something I care about? Or is this like a shiny object that I'm checking? Um, so taking a minute to like figure out what the success criteria are for the thing you're handing off is important. Understanding that delegation is not a drive by activity. It's like for it to go well and go long term, it's a 
communication circle. So being willing to give and accept feedback. Um, we tell people start small to build confidence. So like I said, if we identify either lower quadrant activities or parts of an overall goal that need to get done to just move things forward, that will help build confidence for yourself. We talked about both, you know, the science and the art of this. Looking at the individual then, what are some of these behavioral items that may be getting in the way uh, from them making improvements? Yeah, great question. So there's, we've identified that there's five patterns of behavior that entrepreneurs in, in particular bring to the table. And we sort of vacillate from them multiple times across the day, showing different types of behavior. But I think, you know, the third part of delegation is really about the discipline, our own awareness about the way that we choose to interact when it comes to delegation. So there's five types that we've come up with. One is the hero, the interventionist, the isolationist, the time optimist. And you can tell by those titles sort of what they imply. So if we talk about the hero, for example, um, the hero always wants to save the day. And as entrepreneurs, if we're not careful, we can really start to identify with this behavior a lot because we're getting our worth and our value out of feeling needed. And as we start to pull ourselves out, and, and trust me, I go through this process <laughs> myself, as we start to really pull out of the day-to-day, it's kind of like, okay, well, what is my contribution? What am I doing? And we can start to display the hero tendencies or the interventionist tendencies where we want to be looped in. Everything has to run through me. Um, and it's really not sustainable for growth if you're trying to get a company to run without you. And some ways to kind of extract yourself from that behavior is, um, one, having awareness of it. Um, two, you could grab some easy wins to build confidence um, around the delegation. So we talked earlier about that piece. And then if you can start to delegate your thinking and explaining why you're coming to a certain decision, that really sets your team up to be able to step in and take those things over. And there's two other types that um, I can tell you for me, I'm definitely number four, which is the time optimist. So that that's the person that's really unrealistic about what can be done with time and resources. <laughs> so, you know, you're kind of like the bull in the china shop pushing things through. Um, and really a good, a good solve for that behavior type is to just establish some timelines with your team and expectations before you start to try and put the delegation in. What I caution entrepreneurs about all the time is that we live in ideation. So we're constantly coming up with new ideas. It's what makes us so special. Um, our team lives in execution. And so when we're ideating, we're like, yeah, this is really fun and cool. And all they're hearing is a million things that they now have to do or they have to figure out how to execute. And so it can create a lot of friction um, in the team. We actually call that that last type the dreamer. So you're constantly ideating and distracting your team away from established goals and priorities, which is why I love EOS so much because we're so clear on what the rocks are that, you know, if we're trying to roll out a new initiative, you know, there's a lot of visibility into, okay, well, it's not on our, on our one sheet plan for the quarter or for the year. So why are we doing it? And it can help put us in check. 
No, it's interesting. I guess uh, maybe I do fall into the combined hero and have no idea how long something's actually going to take me to do. So I don't know if we're allowed to sit in more than one group, but maybe some of us feel like we might sit in and have feet in more than one at the same time. I think even in other places beyond what you mentioned there in that kind of ideation persona, we, we see that across the board in many things where a lot of folks sit there, have great plans, and, and perhaps just understand the concept and think it's going to get done, but don't understand the concept around execution. We often <laughs> talk about, we often talk about, you know, the iceberg and, you know, the beautiful strategic plan that takes 10% of the time, but they miss the 90% that's below the waterline and the real effort that goes in there. So I think it sounds like that's a pretty common item for a lot of these things. Yeah. I mean, I think we all exhibit all of the types at any given moment of the day. The point is understand that it's a behavior, understand why it's happening and have some solutions for when you feel yourself start to slip into any of those. No, I think that's a great point. And I think that's also good to highlight that you don't want to kind of just sort of assume your responses with one kind of archetype all the time. You sort of need to know where you are in that moment because that really can help affect the response you use. And, you know, the the team, when they start to get frustrated with this, they'll start to do what we call delegation blocking um, back at you. So, you know, that can really slow a team down and it can really burn a team out if you're not careful. It's really clear then to me now why managing your time really ties back into really managing your energy. So for someone who is sitting here and wondering, how do I begin tackling something like this? How do I begin getting my hands around this? Do you have advice or recommendations on ways they can start? Yeah, I think... Start with some low-hanging fruit (laughs) or even understand your tendency around delegation based on these five types. And we can put in the show notes a lot more description around them with solutions and overviews of the different types. But understanding the behaviors you're exhibiting and maybe what that has done to the practice of delegation in your life would be a starting point. Um, Understand that, you know, there's a, it's an, it's a holistic way to think about it instead of just an obligation. So if we're, if we think about it framed out in the, in the management of energy and the commitment to really managing our energy is important to us, then delegation has to be part of it. So it's not a matter of, I don't want to, it's a matter of how do I do this better? Um, and that's where the exercises can really come in. So the tools that we recommend would be the EOS delegate and elevate. We run something similar. We offer it complimentary if anyone wants to go through this exercise. It's about 20 minutes, and we call it our freedom analysis, and it's where we interview you um, around the different ways that you're spending your time. We'll lay them out for you in those boxes, and it's a great way to get a report of how you could be spending your time and what things need to go, how much time is attributed to those things. And that's like an iterative process. Like to me, you're always chasing a horizon with delegation and with your time. You're never going to be in like euphoria for very long. <laughs> There's always like demands of your time and things are, especially now in COVID, things are changing so fast. So just understand that we're chasing a horizon and that's okay. Um, and then the other tool that we recommend is a strategic coach impact filter. When you're ready to delegate, Give yourself the time when, if it's like a significant delegation, like give yourself the time to sit down and think about what things have to be true when this is turned back to me. 
And being able to hand that off to someone increases your chances of having a great delegation than not taking that couple minutes time. So you've shared a lot of information and I'm wondering, just because of the wealth of sort of content you've talked about here, are there any kind of useful materials or resources you'd recommend that people may want to look at? Because we'd be more than happy to provide a link to them in the show notes. Yeah. So the Delegate and Elevate tool, a strategic coach impact filter, um, a link to schedule a freedom analysis with my team if you want someone to interview you to go through that process. It can be a little, it could be a different experience, especially if you hate like writing <laughs> to have someone else um, do it for you. And then really, I think um, the bottlenecks, understanding the different behavior. Oh, that's great. And we'll be thrilled to provide that to everyone in the notes. And we'll also provide your contact information in case they have any questions and follow-ups. I can't thank you enough. I mean, this has been uh, such a wonderfully diverse conversation. Thank you for kind of taking us through science, art, and even psychology. <laughs> um, and we really appreciated having you on today. Thank you. I hope it was helpful to your listeners. And it's easy to get caught up in something that we lose sight of the bigger picture. And as a result, the broader impact it's having on us. We tend to measure ourselves by what we accomplish in the here and now. There's nothing wrong with this, but when it becomes the only focus, our long-term performance suffers. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to joining you on the next episode. Until then, I'm Ryan Walter, and remember that solving your biggest business problems begins when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more. At Parallels Advisory, our focus is your business's future. Having the right insight, experience, and perspective makes all the difference when tackling far-reaching issues within your company. We are here to simplify the steps, unlock your potential, and move you forward making your vision a reality. We've helped startups achieve massive growth, Mid-sized businesses navigate digital transformation and enterprises embrace innovation. Wondering how to jumpstart your business and move it forward? Contact us to discuss your audacious goals during a complimentary consultation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accelerate to Achieve. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. Got a question? Feedback on the program? We're interested in being a guest, simply go to perils.co forward slash A2A podcast and send us a message. To learn more about our work or to book a consultation, visit us at perils.co forward slash contact. Until next time, remember that solving your biggest business problems begin when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more.